What's good, y'all? Welcome to the New Era Sports Podcast. It's your boy, Grant Lanero, back at it with the hosts. We got Josh, we got Nick, and we got two very special guests with us today. Uh, we're going to go ahead and introduce them. We got Grayson Allen back with us again, and Jack Harlow Hawkins. Um, boys, how we doing today? Doing good. How are y'all? Good. We're doing good. Doing uh, can't complain. Can't complain. How about you, Harlow? A lot worse after hearing that. You're, yeah, all, he's, you're all mean. He can deal with it. You're all mean. All right. You should be happy to be called Harlow. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good nickname. Look at sure. <laughs> Where'd you get that shirt from? Oh yeah, I got it from Mr. Cressa. You got it too. He told me that I could get a shirt when I went live. Shout out Kristoff for that one. Go ahead and get right into it today. Um, talk about the NFL best of each position. So this is really going to be a doozy if you ask me because there is a lot of hot takes coming. I'm just going to point that out first and foremost. But boys, let's go ahead and get into it. What position do we want to start at? We can do the offensive positions today in the next episode. We can cover defensive positions, okay. if that's fine with everyone. Sounds yeah. good to me, yeah. But we can, first, we can start off with quarterbacks. Are we doing current or all-time? We can Wait, are we starting off with this? Okay. Yeah, we're yeah, going to start we're... off with this. Yeah, we'll just do offense this week, then defense next week is what we'll do. Okay. Um, well, you guys want to start with the quarterback first? Yeah, Sounds we can start with quarterback. Oh, all right. Oh, um, so, we'll start We'll start current. Um, what's your guys current right now? So, what, current top three? Top five. Top five. Top five. Ooh. Number one for me, we're not going to do this again for the third straight week, but number one is Mahomes for me. Okay. Number two is Josh Allen. Okay. Number three, this is where it's, this is where it gets a little spacey here. Who's your, who's, your, who's your two for three? That I feel like I know who you're debating about. Who's my two for three? Yeah. Like the two I just mentioned? No, who's your, like, I know you're stuck between two to put a number three, and I feel like I know who it is. Tell me that's it is Lamar. Three. I'll give him that three. That's he is playing better. Yeah. And then... I, I don't know. There's, there. I feel like there's one guy I'm forgetting that is really good. I thought you were about to say Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. You can. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know if you can really. I, I can't put him in my top five just yet. Who Lamar or Hurts? Hurts. Well, obviously Lamar. You can't. Lamar is. Yeah. I, I mean, I think we we know who the top two are. It's Mahomes and Allen. Yeah. Right. You can interchange them at one and two. Realistically. They're one A, one B in the exactly. in the day. It's just a. And I'm sorry it's, to say this, but it's a coin flip. It, Absolutely, I just yeah. said the same thing. So, <laughs> well, you're a Bills. Fan. Yes, I know, I know. I was gonna squeeze past that, but then you had to bring it up. Anyway, there's really no, there is not many star-studded quarterbacks. There's one that I think you are missing, and it's an LA quarterback, Herbert. No, Herbert. I don't know. He's at five for me. He's, he's a beast. He's been hurt this year. Though. He's been yeah. hurt. Dealing with those reds, he's still hurt. And he still has played decently well, that. considering he's had. Actually, you know what? Move Lamar up to four. Put Joe Burrow at three. Okay, mm. Burrow has had a better performance this season. Don't. I think if we're talking about right now, I think Burrow's three, Lamar's fourth, and Herbert's five. Yeah, I, I mean, I, that's my top five. And then I think Hurts has the ability to break into that top five if he can. I'm waiting for him to face a real team first before we can call him top five. Hey. They're playing Pittsburgh. I mean, we haven't won in Philly since 1964. That's not going to help his case. That is true. I'm just saying. That might make his case. All right, Grayson. Yeah, All right, your top five. This is in no random order. You know, obviously you got Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes at one and two. But um, I've got Lamar Jackson and then, you know, if it was my heart, Matt Ryan. But I'm obviously got to go. I've got to go Tua and Jalen Hurts. Tua? Tua? If you would have asked me this last year, I would have had to put Ryan, Brady, and Rodgers. But 
You know, based off of performance this season, you can't do it. Hold on, last year you thought Matt Ryan was a top five quarterback? Yeah, stats don't lie. Matt Ryan. Yeah, like the dude that's on the IR right now. Absolutely. Um, Are you smoking crack again? I'm honestly asking. That's a yes. That's a yes. What do you do between classes? Study. Smoke crack. (laughs) Study the fact. Study the Atlanta sports psychology list. Which is crack. Yes. Yes. All right, Coming okay. from the guy who um, hasn't won a Super Bowl in Buffalo. Ooh. Neither of y'all. <laughs> but y'all lost four. Uh, we're, we're not doing this. Okay, okay, we're not doing this again. We're not um, doing this again. Okay, so my top five, Mahomes and Allen, one and two. But obviously it's interchangeable. You can't pick one over the other. It seems like they're both very dynamic in their own right. Um, obviously at the end of the season, we're gonna it's going to be a two-man race for MVP. One of those two will probably end up winning it. Um, at three... It starts to get a little dicey for me because after that, there's it seems like there's a Kenny Pickett now. <laughs> and the, fu- and the uh, of the future, yes, but as of now, no. I'll be completely blunt with you guys. Until we don't have a high school JV offensive coordinator, then we're going to be one of the worst f- functioning offenses in the NFL. That's just not a debate. Um, for me, I put Burrow in that conversation. I know he's losing Jamar Chase, but he still has T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Hayden Hurts. He can throw to Joe Mixon. Still has a lot of good weapons. I know with the quarterbacks, obviously, you can base it off of the guys they have around them, which I'm doing heavily because, I mean, it, if they have good weapons, then they're going to be a better quarterback, obviously, like Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Um, but, I mean, here's the thing Lamar having nothing around him and still putting up these kind of numbers is pretty good. Josh has his phone up to my head like a gun right now, so quite honestly, I had no other choice to say that. Um, but Lamar, I put him on the outside of that top five personally. Um, Ooh. And I'll so, so who do you put in? So it's going to in no order because it's hard to put an order on these guys right now. And what's um, the point of the top five? It's my top five, but in no order, just like Grayson did. Mahomes, Allen. Yes, you want to put Ryan. Um, <laughs> Joe Burrow, um, Justin Herbert, and then... Um, Herbo is a better passer than Lamar ever will be. Yes. This season, though? Yes, yes. with broken so you're, ribs. You're saying he's but Lamar's a better Lamar. runner out of the pocket than Herbert ever will. No one will ever compare well, because Lamar can't stay in the pocket with that on. I know that's but the Lamar point. has the what most rushing say? yards as a quarterback this season. And here's my okay. number. My number five is Jalen Hurts right now. Thank you. Yeah, I can I, agree with that. He like here's the thing. Man, that's on crack. <laughs> Him, like he this year has taken the next step. That's why Philly's currently six and up. You know, it is crazy to think about that we're sitting here and talking about this. Like last year, Brady's in this conversation. Rogers That's what I said. Brady, Rodgers, and Ryan are in the yeah, top three. Prescott's probably in this conversation Ryan. last year. Well, Brady's stats compared to his Super I mean, yeah, Brady and Ryan's stats both compared to their Super Bowl seasons. But who won the Super Bowl and who did it? But his um, stats don't lie. All right. His record does, apparently. Uh, he won seven games. Oh, my. More than they had. They had just one in two games this okay, year. Okay, okay. We're not Let's not even get Atlanta into that. Sports. This is not the Atlanta sports <laughs> Let's podcast. Let's go right into the debate of top five. All right, all right. My top five. This is, you know, I'm going to put. Of all time? I'm gonna, no, time. right now, current, current. I'm going to put this. We'll do all time next. I'm going to put this in order. I'm going to go order. I'm going to put Josh Allen at one. Okay. 
Patrick Mahomes at two. You got that right. Then I'm gonna push. I'm gonna put Kimmy P. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm gonna push. I don't want to say this as a Ravens fan, but I'm gonna put Joe Burrow at three. Then I'm going to push Lamar at four and Jalen Hurts at five. But, guys, I think we're missing the best quarterback in the league. If you say something stupid, I and should that's so early. <laughs> and that's Danny Dimes. Uh, <laughs> love it. I mean, uh, Danny Dimes. He got tripped by the Turf Monster part two the other day. You can put him in Every the time top. he gets tripped by a Turf Monster, he scores a touchdown on that drive. So. No, every time. Quite frankly, you could put him in the conversation for a potential top ten quarterback right now. He's an honorable mention. Yeah. I'm starting. Five is I'm, not top five. I'm starting him in fantasy this week against my buddy. I I think I have because I had I have Herbert on a bye. I dropped Brady for Daniel Jones just to say. The, the no, least. that's a very good decision because yeah. Brady is just something's up. I started Brady against Pittsburgh a couple weeks ago because we were missing about six defensive starters and we were missing an ass ton of guys on the front end on the offensive side too. So I was like, you know what, I. I mean, I, I'm glad that we won, but at the same time, like, I still won in fantasy that week. I'm, I'm honestly surprised. But um, Brady this year, is, I think it's kind of – I think you really see Father Time catching up to him finally. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me after the Super Bowl that he finally retires. So it'll be good. Um, but yeah. as for now, we have to endure another four months of hell with Tom Brady. For all time, are we going over personal or, like, what do you mean personal? Accolades. Like Super Bowls or personal Like who skill? do you think is the top five quarterbacks More of all per- time? personal. More personal? Okay. So I will... It probably, I would say a mix of the two. Like, I mean, you have it to... Depends how su- it depends how su- the Super Bowl comes. You have, to, you yeah, have yeah. to account for accolades, obviously, but at the end of the day, it'll be more of a personal choice because... Yeah, yeah. Right. You have to take both of those into consideration. So all I want to say is make sure you have a little bit of booze in your system when Mr. Allen starts speaking. Okay. I think you guys are going to be impressed, except oh, for one going. guy. Oh, you're going. Uh, top top five. Go ahead. It seems like you're ready. All right, so top five, no random order. Once again, my top five quarterbacks of all time, Peyton Manning, Joe Montana, Tom Brady, Matt Ryan, and Terry Bradshaw. No, Matt Ryan is not a top five quarterback of all time. He's the top 20. He's the best quarterback in Atlanta Falcons history. That's not saying that anything. You guys have not He's had still going to the Hall of Fame. Everyone goes to the Hall of Fame. That's a lie. Ah, that's a lie. That's a lie. Punter goes to the Hall of Fame. I mean, like, the Hall of Fame means nothing in the NFL. It's, <laughs> it's generally not a thing. Enter. Look, look, when you get inducted into Cooperstown when you're a baseball player, that's a huge deal. People go to that. Base? People people think it's But huge. we have a Hall of Fame in, game. In the NFL, do you even know where the Hall of Fame is located? Yes, I can't know I have a whole ceremony on Saturday night after the Hall of Fame game. I guarantee you that the casual NFL fan does not know where the NFL Hall of Fame is. Mm-hmm. But we're more than casual. casual NFL NFL we are. Here. But I'm talking about just casual fans. Here's my take on all this. The NFL has the Hall of Fame game just for show. It's just, yeah. it's right. just, it's it's just, just for profit. It's profit. just for revenue. We study this in sports management. We know this is true. Um, In terms of the Hall of Fame... I mean, the NFL, it's a little bit more skewed. I think that's probably the easiest one to get into of the four major sports here in North America. Oh, well, hello. Are we just missing the NBA Hall of Fame? We're just going to walk right past that? No, no. I'm, 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 no. And that's a big one, too. But MLB's MLB. But, but, no, but here's the thing. No, listen, I'm, I'm getting to it. Yeah, get to I'll it. Get to it. <laughs> get to it. So, get to it. Um, <laughs> but, but in gotta, terms of the most, like, the 
in terms of being known as a Hall of Famer, if you're a baseball Hall of Famer, you are a damn good ball player. Like you are among you have to be a top. extremely select few because the voting process is immaculately hard. Barry Bonds is not in the MLB. Roger Pete Carlos Rose isn't. Pete, Pete Rose. Rose isn't. There are many legends that There's are in the so MLB many legends not in it. No, number two, I'd probably have to throw in the NHL, just because Nick knows this is true. There are a lot of good guys that have not been inducted yet that need to be inducted. I can't name any off the top of my head right now. I'm more focused on football right now, obviously. Um, but in terms of that, football is at three, then I would put the NBA at four, because the NBA is obviously the teams are smaller and it's a little bit in the sample size is obviously smaller as well so it's easier to pick and choose which guys get in year in and year out okay i'm sorry we've really just breezed by the fact matt ryan is not a top five quarterback of all time i'm sorry in my opinion we're going through ours you know what i'm a big guy hold on a second i'm a big guy that opinions can't be wrong but somehow yours is wrong <laughs> I, I will have. second that motion See? Well, look, I mean, if you're really going to my top five, I could have put Michael Vick, Chris Chandler, and Steve Barkowski, but I'm not going that route. I'm not going all Falcons. He's just got the dog in Okay. For my top five, number one, it's got to be Drew Brees. I feel like he was Ooh, one of the most accurate quarterbacks to ever race. I, I respect that take. I, I, okay. Number two, Pay Manning. Number three, Tom. Number four, I'm going to go Dan Marino. Because because Dan Marino, even yeah, he didn't have a Super Bowl, but if you needed a play done and needed to be right here, he's getting that to you right there. I'll give him that. You can make a case that he's the greatest player to ever win a Super Bowl. And number five, this is where things get a bit dicey. Say some off-the-wall stuff. I'm going to say Michael Vick. Over Joe Montana. I feel like Michael Vick is... I feel like Michael Vick is... He's the reason Lamar is Lamar. Yep. Right. He made that run game. Lamar Jackson is Michael Vick 2.0. As long as you didn't play as Michael against Michael Vick in NFL 04. Oh, my God. <laughs> think you run around the field. You can't do a thing. No. And stop making, stop there, doing what you're doing over And there was no such thing as stamina back then. Like, they, you could, your player could literally run as fast as you can now. Like, if you have Lamar or, like, a, um, I'm trying to think of other speedsters, Tyreek Hill. All the field guys Randall like Cunningham, Dante Culpepper. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, they get tired because it's, the game's so much more realistic. But if you played this game, like, oh, 2004, almost 20 years ago, this makes me feel old. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm going to be 21 in here. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to be 22. <laughs> but it's just crazy to believe. I'm it's just crazy that, old. that like, 20 years ago, Michael Vick was tearing up the NFL, and unfortunately, obviously, we know what happened in late 2000s, early 2010s, but, I mean, aside from the off-field affairs, um, I just think he was one of the more dynamic quarterbacks, and I think he really paved the way for guys. Well, I'll be completely honest with you here. Cordell Stewart was the, I think he was the pioneer for a guy like Michael Vick. That, like they and Frank Tarkenton on him. They did that too. Like, but I mean, Cordell Stewart really like pioneered the the fact that they don't have to be a pocket passer. They can be like his nickname was Slash because he can do both things. So, I mean, obviously Vic was miles better than Stewart because Stewart got replaced by Maddox, who was replaced by Ben, and so forth. I don't know if I can agree with Vic. Personally, if, if we were talking about most dominant players of all time, Vic in his prime, I mean, there's a reason that when you talk about greatest video game characters of all time, you bring up 05 Vic. Like, 
That is the most dominant video game character of all time. Greatest quarterbacks of all time. I'm I so shocked you left out Joe Montana. I don't know if I can put Vic in there. Look at the team Joe Montana have around him, though. He had Rice, Dwight Clark. That I, defense. I would, argue, I would argue past that. Montana, you, I, I hear everyone always say Brady was a system quarterback. Montana is the definition. But Brady and Montana always had weapons around them. They could always recruit is, guys. Montana won because of the wet. That 49ers team was the first team to ever uh, employ the West Coast offense. The reason they employed it was because Montana did not have the arm power to throw the ball deep as much. So what they would do is they played vertical. They played sideline. That's j what the West Coast offense that's what, is. That's, that's Three players you could put in that. My last one. Michael Vick, like I said, John Montana, or Steve Young. You could put three of those in there. But I could also two of those are if you're if you're talking about the West Coast offense, you could also throw in. That there's a reason why Drew Brees was so successful because the Saints also mm -hmm. ran the exact. They same. ran the exact. Same I mean, Brees had the ability to throw downfield, but it. But they ran. But I think after that, like when he got hurt in 06, um, that I think that's what got to him, and then that's why Philip Rivers became one of the best of the past generation. Um. My top five, personally, um, we're going to go in from five to one. So at five, I have, um, I'm going to go ahead and put John Elway at five. Okay. Something at Cam Newton um, ranked. Wow. Yeah, we're looking at a list. Okay, just Cam Newton is the fourth grader. Don't even acknowledge So that. we're going to put John Elway at five. I think he's one of the better. You want five to one? Yeah. Okay. Four, I have Dan Marino. Number three, I have Peyton Manning. Number two, I have Terry Bradshaw. And I'm not just saying that because he won four Super Bowls. We we have people here that agree with you. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying because I know there's going to be people that don't agree with me. And he was the goat before Brady, if you ask me. And then sure. Montana, Marino, all those guys came along, but um. Rod shot two in the number one. Um, I'm going with TB12, sadly. Sad. No Big Ben in there. Surprise. He's no Ben, no Breeze. Actually, flip. It's hard. Flip Breeze for Ben. My mind's in a million. I never put Breeze in there. Oh, you never did? Never. We're taking Elway out, putting Ben in at five, make it a little bit easier. I mean, Ben's numbers. He owned the Ravens, he owned the Bengals, and he owned the Browns. It's just quite simple. I know he didn't beat Tom as many times as I'd like, but he still had over 400 passing touchdowns in his career, which is an insane feat. Um, and he had over 70-something thousand passing yards, had three 500-yard games, two back-to-back, -back, um, and those two back-to-backs, he also had six touchdowns back-to-back -back leagues. Like, that's um, like those accolades right there. I mean, the regular seasons, but I mean, the dude, he put himself, cemented a legacy. He'll be a first ballot in Canton. All right, Josh. All right, Josh. Okay, I'm going to go my top five. Joe Flacco. I'm a, this is not in any order. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> um, I'm going to put. Tyler Huntley. Trace this, is me, this is me personally from what I've watched. I'm going to put Drew Brees in there. Okay. Peyton Manning. Charles Pryor. RG3. I'm going to put Mike Vick in there. Ryan okay. Mallett. I'm, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to put Tom Brady in there. Uh -huh. And then I'm going to go 2012 Joe Flacco. Okay. 
You can literally a year. I'm going 2012 Joe Flacco. I can't do that. Then I have to put two. Okay, okay, okay. Here's my problem, though. What? You're going to hate me for saying this. 2012 Flacco still up. isn't a top five quarterback Shut of all time. Up. He's not. But Joe Flacco did 15? not win that Super Bowl. Top 15? Who won that Super Bowl? Be the, completely honest. Joe Flacco. Murder Man, Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. That, that, offense? Defense, that defense was the reason y'all won that Super Bowl. What? That is the greatest defense to ever step on. Have you seen Joe Flacco's football. numbers in the playoffs that year? Have you seen the defense? The defense made up. Stop it. Okay, stop it. There were so many legends on that defense. That is 100% the greatest defense to ever step on. I'd say greatest. Okay, okay, right here, right here. Name five players off the defense. Ed Reed. No, 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 no. Jack. Was Ed Reed still there, though? Yeah. yeah. Ed Reed no, 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 no. Ed Jack. Reed and Ray Lewis. No, go. Come on. Five players off that defense. No, I'm not going to. Come on. I, I, know, I, know, I, know, I know five. I got you. Come on. Olotinata. Yep. Uh, Ray Lewis. Yep. Ed Reed was there. Yep. Um, was Jimmy Smith there? Yep. Rookie. He was a rookie. Holy crap. Was Tony Jefferson? Nope. Wasn't there. He came, um, like, 2016. Okay. I thought it was a little bit older. Um, I'm trying to think of another. Was Brandon Williams or Michael Pierce there? Brandon Williams was there. Okay, that's what I thought. He was, he was probably pretty young. Though. Yep. Can't really think of any of the corners you guys had. Um, we had Terrell Suggs. Terrell Suggs, oh, that's right. That's a linebacker. I forgot about T. Oh, so no, I didn't yeah. mean him as a Oh, one of my favorite cards in Ultimate Team. One of the greatest Sunday night football intros of all time. Sizzle. Ball so hard university. Ball so hard university. No, Ike Taylor's is the best. All right, Ike Taylor. You had Eric Weddle on that team? Right, Eric Jack. Weddle? No, yep. I thought it was with the Chargers no. still. Eric Weddle was on that team. All right, let's give Jack I his top five here. We're going to move on to a position. I swear I thought that was his first year on the team. You've got, you got Haloti Nada. Or Nada. Um, like Nakake Kumada. Something like that. Jack, what are your top five? Pernell McPhee. Yep. That's a beast. Pernell. Albert McClan. Yep. You're naming it off of a list while Jimmy looking at me right now. Josh. Terrell Suggs. We're only 22 minutes in. We Dude, can just keep calm going. down. It's okay. Breathe. Use your mouth and breathe. Okay, my top five. Hmm. Jim I'd probably Kelly. put... If you say some off-the-wall stuff, I'm coming at you. Jim Kelly's a top ten. He's not a top five. He's not even top ten. He's not even top ten. He's absolutely a top ten. Um, it's hard. Probably fifth is Terry Bradshaw. I'd probably go Breeze at fourth. At third... I'm going with one that nobody here said, and that's the Jets legend Joe Namath. Joe Namath was a beast. He's a user. Beast. Number two, I'm going Tom Brady. And in terms of the greatest quarterback of all time is Peyton Manning. Omaha, I agree. Peyton Manning is the greatest quarterback of all time. Obama! <laughs> Obama! Right. The man was the smartest. Let's so move on to something that we always get in a discussion with with running backs. Ooh. We're always at a mix with them. I we going current we're, right now? Yeah, go current. Okay, I'm going to go first with my current. So I would say if we're going all time, I can throw at least two steel legends. I think, we're, <laughs> I think I, we're going Jerome Bettis and I... I'm going to go current. I'm going to go Nick Chubb right now. I thought he was a fullback. Right Nick Chubb is my number one right now. Number two, I'm going to put... Who do I want to put to? I'm not saying Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor's not going around. You know what? I'm going to go somebody off the wall. Before he was injured, Brees Hall. Brees Hall is a definite number two. I like Brees Hall. Before and, he was injured. Before, now he's in. Yes, before he was injured. Before he was injured. Wow. I like him at number two right now. Number three, I'm going to put CMC. Me, personally, I don't like CMC. I just don't. His, his play style is boring to me. 
I don't know why, but it just is. Well, he plays. Well, he was in Carolina, and now he's in San Francisco. So hopefully, I guess. That yeah, hopefully, hopefully it pops off for him now. But it should. It should. Um, I'm only. Trent Williams in their line. Yeah, that's sorry. that's one of the best O lines in the league, man. Um, um. And Jimmy Garoppolo still can't throw a football. True. Number four, I'm gonna go. Shut up. <laughs> Number four. I'm going to go. Dang, I can't think. Come I can't, on. I can't think of running backs off the top of my head right now. I'll, I'll give you a Saquon. hint. I'll give you a hint. Look at me. Saqu- no, 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 no. You got him with Derek Henry. I'm gonna flop. I'm gonna flop. I'm gonna flop it. Number two, I'm gonna put Saquon. Push Thank everybody you. else down one. Thank Number five, you. I'm not gonna put Derek Henry in my top five right now. As you should. Me right now. Mm. No. I can. I'm not putting him in my top I don't five. Blame you. He's. I mean. Can I just point Edward, out DeAndre Swift, Kenneth Walker, Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara, Joe Mixon, not five. The way that he decided on his last one was he went to his fantasy app and started scrolling. Yeah, you're right because I forgot running back names. He didn't go to Google and like top five running backs right now. He went to fantasy and went, who's got the most points this week? Grayson Moser. Grayson, I want to hear it from you. Who are you? I hear Cordell Patterson or Tyler Algier go out the door. Hey, I'm gonna make you cry. Tyler Algier isn't picked up in my league, and I'm not picking him up. Smart man. Well, Cordell Patterson's hurt. So. All right. All right, top five. So at number five, we have Christian McCaffrey. Number four, Cordero Patterson. Number three, Saquon <laughs> Barkley. Number two, Tyron. Oh, I'm sorry, Jonathan Taylor. And number one, Derek Henry. You put Derek Henry out. You put Derek Henry out. Everyone is on Camara, but I cannot put him in over Cordero Patterson. You're not serious. Yes, you have to. No. And Derrick Henry won. Yes, Derrick Henry. He's a beast. No. He's not. He led the league in rushing yards last season. Three. No, he did not. It was Jonathan Taylor. He was second. No, he was third. Then who was second? I don't remember who was second, but he was third. I think Nick Chubb was second. I think it was Chubb. But he's had over 2,000 rushing yards in a single season. Three years ago. Yes, he had over 2,000 rushing yards. Yeah, and he has like, what, 500 this year? But these guys are still in the league. This isn't all time. This is still in the league. He's put This isn't this year. It is this year. It's currently still in the league. That's what I said of 2022. That's why we were talking about quarterback and the way we were. If you're talking about the career, Jalen Hurts isn't anywhere near the top five because he's only played for two years. Yeah, but still. Derrick Henry this year is not a top five running back. He's averaged over 100 yards one game this year. I can't put him in my top five of all time. One game. So I have to put him in my current. Mm, I want to die. This I want to is... die. All right, Nick. Who's your This top is taking one? a train wreck. No, um, please don't be well, stupid. Well, maybe, maybe you can be the one to write the ship. Let's see. Okay. Please. Number one, I got to go Saquon. Screen number one. Respect. Giants, I, I, have, I like that. Giants, number two. No, not Cordell Patterson. Let me not get your hopes up. It better, um, it better be this one person. I'm trying. Person I'm, I, it's like you. My, the running back names just yeah, faded just, away. Yeah. Number two. You can make argument for CMC. Because I do like... When you say he didn't like his play style, when he did go off? But this season. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good point. I forgot he existed. Nick Chubb. There Nick you Chubb go. is a certified number two. There then number three, I feel confident with who I just put in there. I forgot. CMC. Thank you. <laughs> CMC. I feel confident with him. I think he's going to thrive. I think he, these next few years, I think we might see a 
course, this won't happen, but an MVP-type season out of him if Ooh. he's able to stay healthy. Chris McCaffrey? Yeah. I could see that happening. We'll, we'll unfortunately never see a running back MVP, though. But according to Jack, no. we're only talking about this season. Number four? Number four? I like the Brees Hall take. I got to go number four, Brees Hall. Before he got hurt, really good. Really reliable as a rookie. I know. I had one. And then number seen. five? I, it's, a, it's a tie for number five, and it's not anyone you mentioned. Um, number five is either between Mixon, um, Kenneth Walker, because he's starting to get his name in there, True. and, and DeAndre, DeAndre Swift. I think between those three, you can make arguments. You guys are missing. Swift has been hurt, but he's yeah. really good when you're he's You're missing Raheem Moser. Huh? Yes. Raheem is a solid running back. He is not a top five running back. You guys are missing one big name. Give me a big name. He is my number one guy. Najee he Harris. Not Najee Harris. It's not Daniel Jones has more rushing yards than Austin Eckler. Eckler's not a running back. Yeah, he's not, not a running a really back. He is a receiver. Yeah, he's a receiving back. But in terms but he, I mean, he still does play running back. I do have I put, one. Okay, so hear me out. I put Eckler at my one because of the dynamic ability. He still can't run the football, though. I put... He rushed for over 100 yards in the last three weeks. He hasn't rushed over 100 yards. I, if you look on fantasy app, he hasn't looked. He only rushed for 30 last week. All of his points came from receiving. He is, he is a certified receiving back. Nick Chubb I mean, he's two. definitely a receiving Nick back. Chubb at two. But, so I'm going to put the best receiving back and the best... Running. Hold up, we is all forgetting one big name. Who? Josh Jacobs. Don't even start. He's what? He's like top. He's like top six. Seven. He's he's about. He's at six or seven. You can you can you can put I can him totally see him at top five. I, I can see him at. I least. found him in the yes. waiver wire this week in my family league against my brother. What is Did wrong you pick him with up? your family? I have my brother. My brother dropped him because he. No, my brother dropped him because he picked up Michael Carter. Jacobs got me 36 and a half fantasy points. Carter is solid. Carter is solid. He's not Josh We're going Eckler one. Uh, We're going to go Chubb at two. We're going to go CMC at three. You're going to put Saquon behind CMC? They're interchangeable in my opinion. That's... that's, I can... CMC is not nearly... Let let me me flip that. I'm going to put Saquon at three and and CMC at four. (laughs) Zeke, no. (laughs) Zeke's not even the best running back on his team. What? Oh my god. Am I right to say that? Am a Giants fan? Oh god, no. Zeke is not even the best running back on his team yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's only no, Tony, Tony Pollard. Pollard. Exactly. Tony Pollard um, is the best running back on this yep. team. So, no doubt. My, my, my number five, I want to put Najee, but he's not. Uh, it's, no, Daniel Jones has more rushing yards than yeah, he has. Najee's definitely not. Um, number five, I'm, I'm trying to think of another guy real quick off the top of my head. Um, did you put Chubb in there? I did. Yeah, put two, two, yeah. Um, if you're looking for a five, I said Josh Jacobs, me personally. Jacobs could be in there. You could also put in like an Aaron Jones or a Dalvin Cook, someone of those names. I can um, see that. I can see that. I mean, say if you want to be crazy, you could say David Montgomery, but I wouldn't do that. Would you go Leonard Fournette? If, if you want to go crazy again, you could say Lamar Jackson. But Lenny, no. I mean, he's just a glorified running back. Personally, I'm going to be honest with you. I'll put Michael Carter at five. I'm Interesting. Because along with Brees Hall, they were both, I would say, probably the best running back duo in the NFL this year. That is very hey, true. Hey, hey, hey. Where did Michael Carter go to college? The, the school that we're playing tomorrow night. Yep. Um, so Michael Carter, he's he's having himself a year, and a lot of people need to realize I I looked up his numbers in fantasy, looking good. He's supposed to get about 16 points this week, even though they just brought in James Robinson. Like 
Still putting up 16, he's going to be the feature back, and I mean, he's just as good, if not better, than Brees Hall. Are they splitting snaps? There's no, no way I think Carter. I think Carter, Carter, Carter will be more. the Carter's Because gonna, Robinson's coming into a new scheme. I don't the Jets think, and the. I don't even think he's playing this Sunday. Who? Uh, um, Robinson. Yeah, he is. He is? I, I would imagine he I'm is. I'm pretty yeah. sure he's playing against New England, yeah. But but at the same time, he'll, right, he'll definitely be a, a backup. Um, Jack, Jack is your top five. five. Okay. People Number one. Singletary. I am not only running out no, of the room. Singletary. I am dropping out. It's not I'm Singletary. It's James Cook. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so number one. <laughs> no, look. Number one is easy. It's Saquon Barkley. It's Saquon. Saquon is a beast. Number two is, is easy as well. It's Nicholas Chubb. Nick Chubb, the two of them are just absolutely absurd together. Okay. So then, past that, it's it's difficult. Come on, keep going. I, I'm trying to think. That's, that's the problem. What, what number are you at? Uh, well, Saquon's first. Yeah. Chubb is second. Okay. I would probably say. I want to say CMC three, but he just this season hasn't been as as good, if you ask me. And that's partly because the Panthers are bad. I feel like he had his moments this season. He's had his moments. But I don't know if he's been a top three running back. True. Fourth or fifth, I can I can get behind that. But I'm trying to think of the names we've all run through. Got Brees Hall. Got Brees. Brees, but he got hurt, so I feel bad putting him in there because we're not not going to get to see him. If he wasn't hurt at this point, I would he'd be top three easy. Yeah, you gotta feel bad for the guy because uh, this is rookie year. He's turning up. There are a lot of injuries this year. More than normal, I think. Well, Shaquille Barrett's out for seven, nine months with a ruptured Achilles. So. There's lots of guys on the IR this year. And it's, it sucks. Jamar out four to six. CJ Watt has been out since week one. That's been a... That's you know what? I'm going to agree. I think Mixon's at third. I think Mixon is a third? solid... I'll put Mixon at five. I, I'm putting him at third. I think he's a very underrated, solid running back. My fourth is a guy who hasn't done very much this year, but I still think when everyone is healthy and when he has a decent O-line, mm-hmm. he's the best running back in the league, and that's Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, when he is healthy, is the best pure running back in the National Football League. I mean, he did put up a lot of yards last year, so you got to give him a lot of respect there. He is um, a beast. All right, now we're going to have to go into our running backs of top five of all time, yeah, which is what we need to get into now. Uh, who wants to start? Want me to start? Uh, you know what? Yeah, you start off. I'll okay. Number one, Walter Payton. Number two, Emmett Smith. Number three, Barry Sanders. Number four, AP. Because only running back as a recent memory in our generation winner, MVP. Also got knocked out, but okay. Um. <laughs> and number five. Number five can be anyone. Ah, that's uh, five. Sorry. I, I had to go with. Did you put LT? There we go, number five LT. Okay, I was about to say. Damian Tomlinson. You know, I'm going to go my top five right now. Okay. Number one, I'm going to put Walter. Number two, I'm going to put Barry. Number three, I'm going to put Bo. Number Bo f- didn't play that long, though. I, he still two was seasons. dominant. Yeah, he still. If Bo Jackson had finished his career, he I genuinely he would have been, been able to time. consider the best of all time, both in baseball and in Football. Not but the best baseball player of all time, but the best multi-sport athlete. But, I don't know. Bro, he, but him as a football player, 
He was dominant. And he was all the film. Better, but it was only two seasons. I think people that were dominant as him that played if, longer. If you, if look, you are to, uh, it's the, the same look, thing look, I'm look, saying as him. Look, all earlier. the film that I've seen of Bo, that's my, in my, I have to put him in my top five. See, but here's the Me thing. personally. Here's what I'm, I'm saying is that, like I said, I forget who I said it about, but if you're talking about most dominant players of all time, but, I'm just putting on my top but five. I don't know if you can consider him a top five just because he, he played for two seasons. I can, because that's one of my favorite running backs. He, that's why I put him at three. And number four, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put LT at four. Number five, I'm gonna put Jamal Lewis. I'm joking. I'm not putting Jamal Lewis at five. five. <laughs> I'm gonna put Adrian Peterson at five. All right. My top five running backs. Um, we're gonna go Barry at one, Walter at two. I kind of like that. Um, then I'm gonna put. Um, Jerome Bettis at three. The boss. The boss. Franco Harris at four. Ooh. I know y'all are probably thinking, what's this guy doing? But the fridge. Um, yeah. <laughs> then number five, another pit man himself. I met him when I was less than a year old. Yeah. Tony Dorsett. Tony Dorsett. Tony Dorsett. That's great. Beast. Beast. Breaking news: We got a trade out of the NHL. Nothing too major, but um, we got Ethan Bear. From the Carolina Hurricanes, a four hundred thousand dollars salary retention, um, making eight hundred k the full year, um, and Lane Peterson heading to the Vancouver Canucks in exchange for a fifth round pick, twenty twenty three fifth, correct? Yes. All right. Um, nothing major. Uh, Just a little, a, a reasonable defenseman. So they're getting. Canucks somewhere. are celebrating their first one of the season with a not very good trade, if you ask me. Um, Peterson's a borderline NHLer. Ethan Bear. Kind of got screwed over with the Brent Burns trade this offseason. Um, he was a pretty integral piece in their team last year, but hopefully he gets a lot of playing time in Vancouver. He'll probably be on the top pairing given the Quinn Hughes injury. But, um, yeah, congratulations to Ethan Bear getting some more playing time. We'll probably see him in Vancouver tonight against Pittsburgh. Did you say your last two running backs? Yeah, yes. I did. You okay. Won. I just won. Okay. All right, Grayson, you go. All right, my top five running backs all time. Coming in at number one, Walter Payton. Number two, Adrian Peterson. Number three, Emmett Smith. Number four, Michael Turner. And number five, Wharton Dunn. Where's Barry? Six. Can I ask a question? Who did you put it for? Michael Turner. Michael Turner. (laughs) Over Barry freaking Sanders. In my opinion. (laughs) In my opinion. Okay, that's his opinion. I know you're smoking crap now. I disagree. That's All right, all right. Number one, Walter Payton, the man, sweetness. Oh. Grayson has got one thing to say to you. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so loud. Anyway, Walter Payton at first, greatest running back of all time. Number two, Barry Sanders. Number three, the hardest-hitting running back of all time, Eric Dickerson. Beast. I like that. Yeah, I played him in Madden in Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, freight train the whole time. No, four, it. Four, four, LT. LT was that kind of running back that if he wanted to not get hit, he wouldn't, wouldn't get hit. Absolutely. Dumb. Number five, you guys are going to hate me. For this. I already do. Thurman Thomas. No, but you're not far off. OJ Simpson, as a running back, was one of the greatest of all time. He was running. Running fast, too. He was. <laughs> Get this, get this, get this, get this. He set the record at that point for the most 100-yard rushing games in a season with 12. He was fast like a Bronco. Fast like a Bronco. He was the first running back that ever eclipsed 2,000 yards in a season. He's got the numbers. O. 
OJ was a beast. Now, unfortunately, his off-the-field antics have taken away from his on-the-field. But OJ, when he played, was amazing. So he's fit. All right. Do you want to move on to receivers? you want to move on to another topic? We'll just continue another episode. We can, no, we can go receivers to, to wrap up the offense. Okay. Oh, receivers. receivers, current, number one for me. Oh, what's, what's going on here? Okay. <laughs> number one. Uh, when you de- Number one for me is Cooper Cup. He may not re- may not be leading the receiving yards category. Don't, don't even argue with Cooper I thought we were doing all-time for a second. I was about to throw my water bottle at you. <laughs> no, not definitely not. Okay, thank you. Number Great two. Great receiver, maybe. Number two, Devontae Adams. Still? Yes. Wow. Number three, number three, Tyreek. Number four, Justin Jefferson. Wow. And number five, Jamar Chase. Wow. That's what I got. You got Justin. Okay. I, 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 I understand that. I understand that. I understand that. That's, that's a reasonable. That's reasonable. Grayson? Top five wide receivers currently. Number one, I've got Cooper Cup. Okay. Number two, Justin Jefferson. Number three, I've got Tyreek Hill. Number four, I've got Jamar Chase. Number five, I've got Hook, Jalen Waddle. Oh, God. Yeah, I thought he was about to say who. I was about to walk out of this room. No, Justin. I hate both of them. He said Justin Jefferson. Yeah. He said Justin Jefferson second, but I hate both of them. Jalen Waddle, I can, I, can, I can live with that, but I think he's, I think if he is more. All right, so one, I'm going to go number one, Justin Jefferson. Okay. Number two, Stephon Diggs. Okay. None of you have said him yet, and I don't Thank know why. You. Thank you. Literally. Popping off in fantasy. Number three, Jamar. Number four, Cooper Cup. And number five, um, probably going to have to go... I'm trying to think. Did you say Justin George Jefferson? Pickens. In terms of the dog, he's number one. Uh, <laughs> but I've already said Jefferson. I've said mm-hmm. Cup. I've said... You haven't said Devontae yet. I think he's lost that stature. He... Derek Carr... I mean... He's still the best robber. He's still the second best robber in the league. Who would you say is number one? Cooper <laughs> Cup. Cup <laughs> uh, might be the greatest route runner of all time. Probably. Um, and then my number five, I'm not. I'm gonna be bold here. Be bold. CD Lamb. Mm. Interesting. This season. It. I hate right. to say that as a Steelers fan, but let's be real. Even when Dak was hurt, he was still one of the most consistent wide receivers in the entire league. Okay. He's, been, he's been consistent. Okay, I'm a, yes. I'm, a, I'm, a I'm, a big, I'm a big sucker for consistency and making sure that these guys are consistent. playing the game the right way. I'm going to get my top five right now. Okay, you ready? I don't think you're ready for this. Devin it's Duvernay. Devin <laughs> 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 Duvernay, I might actually jump through a wall. Okay, well, no, 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 okay, Rashad yeah. Bate. <laughs> Isaiah Likely? I was about to say Isaiah Likely. Take it. Um, okay. Hollywood Brown. Coop, not on them. Cooper Cup, number one, right? I got Stefan, number two. Number three, I'll put Justin Jefferson. Number four, I'm gonna I'm I'm sneak Tyreek in there. I'm, I'm, I like Tyreek sitting there. Sneaking him in there, even though we all have him on. <laughs> or most of us do. Yeah, I'm gonna put Tyreek in He's there. He's leading the league in receiving yards right now. Totally respect that. Yeah. Who is? Tyreek. And I don't um, think it's close, I, actually. I would also, well, it actually is. Diggs has a bye, had a bye week. Yeah, we don't care. Keep going. Number five, I wanna go before injury, so I'm gonna put a Monstate Brown. I feel like he's oh. he's been up there at the top five. He's he's climbing up there at the top five. By I, the end of the season, he'll be a bonus. Me five personally, top five. I have him in my top five right now. He's right. going off. Look, Grayson, let me ask you this. I know 
Tyrese leading the league in receiving yards, but wouldn't you say a good majority of those yards are yak yards after catch? That's true. Absolutely. So I would say most of the yards Diggs is catching are through the air. So right. And like Jack said, it's with a bye week. I mean, you've obviously got guys like Justin well, Jefferson. Jefferson had a bye week. Diggs had a bye week. Cup has had a bye week. They've all so so his numbers are a little inflated. Right. That, I mean, it's the same way that like I I don't know who's number one in passing yards right now, but it's someone that Josh should. Allen. Josh Allen. It's yeah. not it's not Josh Allen because he's had that bye week. No, it's still Josh Allen. I think it's still Josh I, Allen. It's not. I think he's down by like one hundred. Josh Allen by two hundred. I think it's one fifty. Did you guys know that Josh Allen has been mentioned in trade rumors? Yep. Yep. Okay. Sykes one from Jacksonville. Yeah, so okay. Jacksonville. In case you were casual football um, fans. There so while they're looking that up, I'll go with my top five. Number one, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson's a beast. Number two, Stefan Diggs. I think Stefan Diggs is the most consistent performer in the wide receiving It's Tom corner. Brady. Nope, it's Patrick Mahomes. See? No, it's, it's Brady. It's Brady it's because Brady. Brady has had a Thursday night and a, over a bye. Time out. We're talk- y'all, I like how y'all were saying Tyreek Hill doesn't have a bye. He has more receiving yards without a bye by like 115. How do you know it's from without Stephon a bye? Diggs. Diggs does. Diggs has had a bye week. Yeah, without a bye, Tyreek has 115 more. Do you think Stephon Diggs can rack up 115? Absolutely. In a week. Well, who's he playing? Yes. Who's, who's Stephon play this week? Who do we play? We don't Green play. Green Bay. You play Green play Bay Green on Bay. Sunday Night Football. Oh, it's gonna be Jair on Stephon. Yeah, that's gonna be a good matchup. That's oh, why it's on primetime. The only reason it's on primetime. True. Okay. Can Stephon get 115? Why do you say? I mean, he has so much weapons around him. Yeah, and he's still averaging about 90 yards a game I'll right say he'll now. still get 100 Anything. yards, roughly. Yeah. Steeler injury report just released. He's put up 100, released, put up 100 uh, yards four times this year. Quick Josh, break the news. Let a bill be a bill. Um, <laughs> TJ Watts officially listed as questionable for Sunday's matchup, which gives me a lot of sense of hope that he'll probably end up playing TJ Watt. He's just that guy. Go, uh, who do y'all go against? Philly. Philly. Ooh. You need Please it. beat him. I think Philly will go 8-0, but I'm hoping the best for Pittsburgh. You need, if you, I, I'm sorry if you don't have TJ. I don't think you win that game. I don't think we're winning regardless, and it's going to help make it a little bit more competitive. Okay. <laughs> At least I'm accepting the fact right, that we suck. Next. Or are we on to all-time? We're on all-time water Wait, I, I don't think I finished. Okay. I said Jefferson Diggs, Cup is third. At fourth, I'd probably go Tyreek. I, I like Tyreek. I think he's a beast. And I'd probably go Waddle at five. What's that face for, Josh? Nothing. When he said Tyreek at four, no, 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 it's not about Tyreek. It's about what, Waddle? No, it's not about Waddle either. Who? D- don't worry about it. Say it. No, Come don't on, worry about it. We're on a podcast. We're supposed to talk things out. No, don't worry about it. Say it. No, no. We're good. All right, moving on to top five wide receivers now. <laughs> of all time. Of all time. This is where things will probably start. At number five, I have Michael Irvin. Moving on to number four, I have Megatron, the Calvin Johnson. Number three. I know what he's going to say. I've got Randy Moss. Please don't. Please don't have Julio in front of Randy Moss. Please Number don't two, I've got Jerry Rice. Please don't. Number one, I've got Lynn Swan. No Julio Jones. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to turn into Monaco. Grayson, please tell me. And these are my personal Grayson, top five wide receivers of all time. That's his personal. My personal. That's his personal. personal. That's his personal. You obviously can put Jerry Rice and Randy Moss above him. You can, but this is my personal. He's the wide receiver I grew up watching, leading our franchise in yards, 
receptions. I grew up watching down. Victor Cruz and I didn't put him in my top five. I was okay, like, okay. He's not a candidate. Case, um, he's got the Super Bowl. He's got more Super Bowl rings and salsa dances than Julio's yards and Super Bowl appearances. Oh my god. You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go my top five all time. Number five. Wow. I'm gonna put Detman top. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. I'm gonna put Chris Carter. I like Chris Carter at five. All right. Four. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put Randy at four. No, no, no. I lied. I'm gonna put Terrell Owens at four. Two. All right. Number three. I'm gonna put Jerry Rice. Number two. I'm gonna put Randy in number one. I'm gonna put Marvin Harris. This is me personally. Marvin Harrison. Yeah, Marvin Harrison. At number one. Yes. Me personally. Okay, me number one, Larry Fitz. I don't know another player that has more tackles and drops. He's sixth and he's sixth to me. I love Larry Fitz. He's seven for me. He, he, I, I can't put. He has to be one. Name me a receiver that has more tackles and drops. That's true. That's There's true. nobody. Then two is Randy Moss. Number three is Megatron. Number four, Marvin Harrison. Him and Payne Manning were like any other duo. Mm-hmm. And number five, number five could really go to a, little, a lot of people, but mm. Jacoby Jones. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, Steelers legend. Chase Clay. No. Um, oh my gosh. Maple Troll. Number f- <laughs> Antonio Brown. No, I'm trying to think. Do I want this last one to be my opinion or do I want it to be a fact? Opinion. Both. Do opinion. Do, yeah, do both. Do both. Opinion would be Victor Cruz. He got us Super Bowls. He got us that. You cannot lie. When we need it, you need a clutch receiver like that. I love I loved Victor Cruz growing up. I loved I love him Victor so Cruz, much. I love Victor Cruz, but he's not a top five. Every time I scored a touchdown at recess, I hit the salsa dance. I'll be honest Exactly. And now for a fact. Ooh. At least you said he was your opinion. You know, I, I, I agree. If we're going opinion, Julio Jones, Muhammad Sanu, Calvin Ridley. Okay, shut up. Go. Okay, number five. <laughs> number five for me is between three players. So I'm gonna name one: Chad Johnson. Okay. T.O. Okay. D-Hop. Ooh. Chad. Okay. Which D-Hop? Which D-Hop? In my opinion. Which D-Hop? Arizona, like first year Arizona D-Hop or Texans? Texans, Texans, yeah. I mean, he just had his only receiver to not drop a pass that season. Just had to make sure you said the right one. All right, my top five of all time. Randy at one. Fitzy at two. Pitt legend. Love the guy. Um, Megatron at three. Four. Uh, It's a little bit tougher for me because, I mean, I... I can think of so many good names to throw into this conversation. But at four, I'm going Jerry Rice. And at number five, um, this is both opinion and fact, um, Lynn Swan. Who? Lynn Swan. Okay. All-time receiver for the Steelers. Four-time Super Bowl champion, Lynn Swan. Mm-hmm. Greatest catch in Super Bowl history, Lynn Swan. He has a good point there. I was going to say, one of my guesses, from, or one of my things I'm going to is Steve Larson. Steve Largent's a beast. You could throw him in there. Um, another guy, Drew Pearson's another Fred guy. Fred Litnikoff. Guy has an award name after him. Tory Holt. Shout out Jordan Addison. I love you forever, uh, man. Isaac Bruce, right? His counterpart. Isaac Bruce. I think Andre Reid. Andre Reid, yeah, you put him in there. In fact, he is in my top five. Hey, what the hell? What? Yeah. Now, now I want to know. All right, roll it. <laughs> roll it. Fifth is Andre Reid. Uh, I love Andre Reid. I think he was an amazing catcher of the ball. Do I need to say any more? Fourth, I have Larry Fitz. I love Larry Fitz. I think he was a beast. Number three. I'm just showing that water. Number three, I have I have a hard time 
It's either Michael Irvin or Steve Smith Sr. I love Steve Smith. He was such a goat back in the day. Number two, Calvin Johnson, Megatron, number, number one, Randy Moss. So where's Jerry Rice? Not my top five. Randy, so Randy Moss. There are certain players in I certain so. sports okay. that transcend that sport. You've got Kobe Bryant for basketball. Whenever you shoot something, Kobe. Kobe. Whenever you catch a ball over someone, Randy Moss, you moss them. But let me that's, just say this: that's a different level of of amazing. Speaking on that different level of success, can we agree that Michael Jordan is the greatest athlete of all time? Because you yes, no longer no. say no. You, you no longer say Kobe Curry. You say the Michael Jordan of this. So and so is the Michael Jordan. Of Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all time. The greatest right. athlete of all time, Bo Jackson. But yes. you don't say yes, I'm, the next, right. I'm, I'm the next Bo Jackson. You say I'm the next Michael only Jordan. He played two years and destroyed okay. his head. Right. Right. He only plays one never lost. That's not athlete though. That's player. Let me even this out. I said the greatest. You said greatest athlete. Athlete. Same difference. No. Okay. You have a point. You both have a point. We do say you want to be Michael Jordan of something. Right. But you do have a point. Bo Jackson is the greatest athlete. He is a multi, it's me. a noticeable multi. When they say the Michael say. Jordan, all that means they're saying that he's the greatest. Of exactly. That specific yeah. thing. He is the goat of basketball, and he's the greatest at his individual sport of all time. I'm not disagreeing with that. I love Michael Jordan. He's well, my favorite player of all time. But Bo Jackson isn't the best baseball and football player of all because time. Because he didn't have the time to. No, but he is the, a bona fide athlete. The, the, uh, the, the man was the best. In college, he played three sports. He played three sports. What else did he play in college? He All played right. basketball. Really? At Auburn. He played basketball for a season. Well, DeAndre Hopkins played basketball and football. Uh, we're going to hop into NHL real quick. Nick, how are you feeling about that 4 2 win, Lightning, the other night? It's a good win after coming off a tough loss to the Kings, you know. I was thinking we're going to take those two, but Jonathan Quick, I guess, had other other things for it. So I'm not completely mad. Now we're going back tonight against the Sharks. Uh, a very struggling Sharks, so a good game to get our confidence yeah, back. Yeah, we, we got Seattle tonight. Uh, I'm excited for it. Um, so we we obviously playing against um, Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver, three games like that. Obviously Edmonton and Calgary were tough games. Uh, I'm excited for it. I'm looking through Twitter right now, trying to find some more news just in case. Um, so how, do you, how do you think the Battle of Alberta is going to go? Do you think it's going to be a very physical one like it always is, or do you think it might be a little toned down? Well, I'll just say we played Edmonton and Calgary, so I'm not sure when the Battle of Alberta will um, begin its next chapter. Um, regardless, all I know is everyone in the ah, – Like a Saturday night tonight, but, really. But you know what sucks? It's not. It's not on television in the United States. Oh, it's not. Damn it, Uh, well, the beautiful thing is the Penguins and the Kraken will be. Um, you got the Rangers, Stars, and NHL Network. You guys and the Sharks. There's a lot of good games. You got the Maple Leafs, Kings. Uh, There's really no bad games except, I guess maybe the Blackhawks, Sabres. It's gonna be a little lackluster. But other than that. There's Minnesota, Detroit's a nice old school kind of mid two thousands kind of vibe matchup. That's always going to be a fun game in Detroit. Uh, Colorado, New York. Um, I think if New York wins that, they're gonna they're gonna go off for a couple of games if they win that game. That's a big confidence booster. I mean, pull that out. hear me out. I mean, we, we did our predictions on Wednesday before our games, and I went two for three. I knew the Lightning were gonna win. Um, I said four one. You said five two. We. Basically, one goal off each. 
Uh, Oilers Blues, that was a tough one for me, obviously, as a secondary Blues fan. But the Islanders, man, they beat the Rangers. They shut them out. I think I, I took the Isles in that one. Yeah, I mean... I think I went 3-0. and out. <laughs> And the beautiful thing is, I was looking at the stats and I was reading this the other morning. Ilya Sorokin has yet to play 80 games in the NHL and he has 11 shutouts. <laughs> yeah, he's he's very underrated. Ilya Sorokin... He, has, he had near a 50-save shutout against the Rangers. Yeah. And I went and saw him play against the Penguins in the playoffs a few years ago. We had 50 shots on him, and he made 48 saves. I think one game that uh, people need to keep their eyes on that nobody's really watching, keep your eyes on the Senators-Panthers game. That one might present itself as one to remember. I mean... Two very young cores going at it. What I what I really hate right now is that Josh Norris... Another he's shoulder. out for the, looks like he's out for the season. Probably. And that's such a huge loss because that dude's a key part. In the yeah, it's that key part of that offense. But you still got some noticeable names in that offense. Josh Norris is a noticeable name that's going to be gone. Yeah. But you still got Giroud, Dabrinkit, Stutzla, Batherson, Pinto coming into his own. You got a good top six without Norris. But Norris, I think, turned that into another level, though. Yeah. I mean, Norris made it good, but I mean, it. They still got Giroux and Dabrinkit, yep. who are good pieces. Um, they still got Kachuk, Stutzla, Batherson, yeah. Shane Pinto. They still got a lot of good guys. The defensive core is okay. I mean, if Sanderson starts to play in his own, and if the goaltending situation starts to situate yeah, itself. Yeah, Brandstrom, uh, Shabbat, uh, what's their name? Zub. Yeah, Artie. Party Artie. <laughs> no way. All right, what do you? What's your game of the night? Game of the night. night uh, me personally, just based off of the circumstances, I'm looking at the Hurricanes and the Flyers at seven o'clock. Yeah, that's Flyers are taking people by surprise right now. We expected, if anything, that record to be reversed. Five two and zero. We expect them to be two five and zero at this point. I mean, that's going to be the number one game in the United States because the number one game of the entire night takes place at ten p.m. sharp. Up at the Saddledome, that crowd. Oilers, Flames, and never disappoints. I mean, Battle of Alberta. I, I can tell you one thing. Flames fans hearing a goalpost really brings them a little bit of PTSD because of Game 5 overtime, Connor McDavid coming in the slot from a nice pass from Leon along the boards. I mean, I don't want to recreate the, the moment from Flames fans. It sucks. I wanted the Flames to go deep last year. Um, it would have been a really fun uh, Western Conference final if it was Flames Avalanche, because quite honestly, I felt like the Flames, the way that the Avalanche were playing at that time, could have totally um, beat the. Yeah. Before we move on to the next topic, I want to ask you some one more about hockey. Marshan is back a month before expected. Is that smart to be back that early from such a? I guess you could say serious injury for a hit for his hit. I mean. I don't like the guy personally. I don't know many people who do outside of Boston. Um, however, I will say this. The dude's a workhorse. He wants to make sure that he's in the best shape possible whenever he can. I mean, yeah, the dude is a rat. Everyone knows that. He looks like one. He looks like Linguini. He looks like Remy as if they had a child. Um, but for me personally, like, I think Don Swinney wanted him to be back because... They're still without McAvoy. Carlos, borderline coming back. 
They're missing a lot of guys due to injury right now. They're still 7-1-0. Their goaltending is yeah, immaculate that's, right that's now. the reason they're good is their goalies. I mean, opening, light, opening night, I thought Washington was about to wipe their ass off the ice because I thought Darcy Kemper was actually a good goalie. <laughs> Um, yeah, I knew he was not. That right there was not a good idea for me to say that because looking at the stats this year, looking at teams, I mean, the Bruins have a 93% penalty kill. Shots against the Bruins have, thir- I mean, shots are high as can be right now. The Penguins are allowing 37 shots a game, but it's still early. But the Bruins are letting up 31 a game, so you can't really dock them for that. I mean, the Bruins are 7-1, like you said. I mean, that's just an insane. They're one of the best face-off teams in the league because they now have Krejci, Smith, Coyle, Bergeron. I haven't even named him. Like, that is a hell of a center court. Yeah, there is. And, I mean, there's just so much going on with it. Like, I'm looking at the goals against. It's to think they released their head coach last season. It's. Well... They really had no other choice because I don't think Bruce Cassidy would have them at seven one right now. I think Jim Montgomery. He's with the Knights now, isn't he? Yeah, Vegas right now is sitting at six and two, and that's with Logan Thompson as their number one goalie because they don't have Leonard for the entire year. Looks like Logan Thompson's coming into his own too. I think he's going to be called or talks by the end of the he's season. He's a two oh three save percentage. Linus Olmark with Boston at a two oh one. I'm looking for Jeremy Swayman. If he's anywhere, doesn't show up, unfortunately. So I guess, what, Olmark's played every game? Olmark has played a good chunk. I've watched a few Bruins games this year. Olmark has played six of those games. He's 5-0. and So he's just a little bit good right now. And then going into the save percentage side of things, Olmark at a 936. But... <laughs> Then you look at who's number, I mean, Craig Anderson's at number one, but that's only because he's played in two games and he's been able to play a little bit good. But sitting at, I guarantee this guy's going to win the best of this year. I'm going to be straight up with you. Jake Ottinger, 5-1. and one, He just had another shutout. one one seven goals against and a nine sixty save percentage. You will not debate me who will win. The, I mean, then again, we're only 10 games in. All hell could break loose. We know that. But... As of right now, Ottinger is... He's what people expected with that extension. Putting up better numbers than Igor Shesterkin was last year. And it's not even close. I mean, Igor had a 931 over the entire... You said what, 960? He said 960 through six games. That's good for a star, for a bona fide starter. Because who's their their backup? Hudobin. Is it Hudobin? I think he's healthy. Let Let me double check the roster real quick. No, it's Wedgwood. Oh, yeah, Scotty. Yeah, and that's right there. That's a good backup. So, I, I mean, mean, that gives Ottinger some more confidence back there. He knows he has help. And Yeah, I mean, it's good because Ottinger is playing well. And, I mean, this doesn't really matter. I mean, I know Canadians like to talk about, oh, uh, Brentford own, like just like something like that. He's from Minnesota. So, it's like an American goalie doing this stuff. Like, we've seen so many Canadian goalies. You've never seen them. I mean, Jonathan Quick's the best American goalie. In the last twenty years, maybe of all time. Um, you can go him. You can go Ryan Miller. Ah, Ryan Miller. There we go. Uh, but Ottinger's on pace to overtake both of those if you ask me. Yeah. Well. All right. Go college football. Get that over with. 
who's your guys' Heisman races so far? Hendon Hooker, not even close. Um, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and I'm going to throw um, Blake Corum or Israel or Vanikando, one of those two. Um, I got to go to work, so I'm going to go ahead and see a lot of the rest. He's a working man. Yes, I am. Uh, these four knuckleheads got me for the rest of the way. Uh, I enjoy talking to you guys, um, and I will see you all in the next episode. Deuces. All right, so as you went off Hendon Hooker, I Heisman. I don't see where you don't put him in. He's, in my opinion, the best dual threat quarterback in the nation. There's nobody that's better than him right now. And I'm Bryce Young, and he's good at that too. I think there's two horses. Him and C.J. Stroud or him and Bryce Young? Him and C.J. Stroud. Yep. I think Ohio State should be one in the nation right now. I think it's Hendon and C.J. I personally think Hendon deserves it over C.J. because I I think C.J. I think CJ's a little Hyatt Miller might be in there before the end of the season. Who? Well, I think the three the candidates right now. Hyatt Miller. Is that oh, Hyatt Miller. Okay. The three potential candidates for right now is Hendon, CJ Stroud, and Bryce Young, without a doubt. Well, okay, so Hendon, I think, is the most deserving at this point. CJ's going to be in there because it's CJ Stroud, and I think everyone expected him to. Bryce Young's going to be in there because he's the quarterback for Alabama. That's the way it's going to work. Here's the thing. I think Hendon should get it. I think you're right. He absolutely it deserves it. It's Hendon that gets it. CJ Stroud at this is the point, middle. Now it's completely possible that Hendon goes out and lays an egg the next three weeks. No, but look, I think Hendon deserves it. Right now, yes. Yes. I want C.J. Stroud to get it, but they're going to give it to Bryce Young based off of the votes and what everything's going to happen. It's always, it always works out that way. My personal top three that it should be if we were able to vote, Hendon Hooker gets it. We can. We, we don't have the overall, but we do have the We do have a summary, yeah. say. That's what we <laughs> want to believe. Hendon Hooker wins it. At this moment of time, he mm-hmm. wins it. Mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud is right there. If he wins it, I wouldn't be mad. But like I said, Hooker deserves it. And I think Hyatt Miller should be in that third spot because he has the most receiving touchdowns in the nation, I believe. And it's not even close. So you don't think Bryce Young? No. Right now? Bryce Young yeah. is not like how he's not in my top five. Well, he's he hurt. No. I mean, he's not. He's not my he top five. He hasn't played his full potential because he, he's been hurt. But. I don't think he's. I don't think Alabama's that good this year. I just don't. They've already lost Corn. the game. I think Corn. Alabama might not even make the SEC championship. Ball him. The four uh, teams I'll see in the SEC championship right now is my five right now. Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama, and Ole Miss. Those are the top four for the SEC championship. Well, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, um, my top five, I think Hooker, Stroud, and I'd say uh, Israel. I can never pronounce his last name. I think those are the three. I think Kendon's top. I think CJ's second. Israel's third. Fourth is probably Hyatt Miller. And then my fifth is Drake May. I think Drake's right on that outside looking in, but I don't think he'll ever get it. Cause Another guy you I think he's the North Carolina quarterback. We're not good It's Jackson Dart. I mean, yes, they got beat by LSU, but Jackson Dart has done a terrific job coming up and taking Matt Corral's spot. Mm-hmm. So he's definitely another candidate to keep your eyes on. At least we don't have Bo Nix in the conversation again. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was terrible. I mean, come on, be honest. Bo Nix is not in the Heisman talk. No. no. Shouldn't be in the Heisman talk. I mean, should yes, never they even, beat UCLA. Should never even get close to the Heisman talk. They got blown out by Georgia. They are a top 10 team, but no, not for Heisman. I'm sorry, Drake May is over Bo Nix. You, okay. Yeah. Every day. Well, game of the week, as they say, even though it's not, it's Penn State, Ohio State. Ohio State takes that way too easily. Penn State, only thing that they can do is if their defense keeps them in it and not only be till halftime until it, they realize But it, it won't. That's yeah. the problem. That's I think Kentucky-Tennessee will be a better game than Ohio State-Penn State. Yeah, I can see that. And Michigan-Michigan State, I don't care how bad Michigan State is. That game is always a good game. It doesn't True. matter. Um, Oklahoma State and Kansas State, that would be a good game. 
Georgia and Florida will be a good game, but I think Georgia will just roll over them in the fourth quarter. If Georgia plays how they did against Missouri, Florida's going to make them pay. Yeah, with Trevor Etienne at running back, they're going to have a good game. Yeah, because um, you've also got Michigan State versus Michigan this this week. What? Michigan State versus Michigan. I know That's I said what we that. just said. Oh, did you? Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. Um, and then one game that personally I have on red alert. You don't like it? Is Pitt North Carolina? I have that on red alert for myself. Yeah, that's going to be a really good game. I still think North Carolina will get in and play Clemson in the ACC championship, Here's but that's definitely going to be a good game. If we were at Pittsburgh, I'd agree because we don't play good at Pitt, but it's at Keenan. Okay. When we're at home, we play good. All right, well. Maybe if you had said yellow alert, I could agree to that. Considering it's alert, four and three right now, I think y'all are definitely going to play us in the ACC I think coming, after, coming off of a Louisville loss, I think Pitt's at an all-time low for this season. Well, um, I was just getting to that briefly. Just go over the games a little light. And anything else you guys want to bring up? I mean, should we talk about the the biggest thing that we were going to talk about, which is Brady? Or do you want to say that? Oh, we already covered Brady. No, we haven't talked about We haven't covered Brady. Okay, let's cover Brady real quick. All right. Brady is officially getting divorced. After 13 years with Giselle Bunchen. Tom, you know where to find me. What? <laughs> he has kids. You want to take care of the kids? That he kisses up on. Shit, for that much money? I guess, but no. Yeah, I'd love to see the settlement on that. I can definitely see him paying Giselle I, back like Kobe did with Vanessa. I, that's what I'm yeah. saying. I I would love to see the settlement. Yeah. I would love I to see that after this divorce we finally get to see Brady. I hope this is maybe what was holding him back. Mm, no, yeah. I, I don't know if this is going to be Brady's last year. Um, no, he's going to play next year. I'm gonna, no, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. It's not going to be his last year, but it needs to be. Yes. Yeah. Gonna, he has said that for the past five I years. just don't understand That's why Giselle waited so no, long that, for this divorce. But the, the difference was is that every time we would say at the beginning of the year, we'd go, Brady shouldn't be playing this year, and he'd come out and prove us wrong. Right. He's not doing that this year. No, he's because he has out. so no, much stress. Still, I, want him, I want him to go out on top. He's not doing that to himself. I don't he's, want him to. But yes, there's already somebody calling him not the best of all time anymore. Ryan Clark. He can come back being down leads in football, but this is life. This is personal matter. This is off the field. So he's dealing with all that stress, and the human body can only take so much. So therefore, his agent and wife forced him to retire the first time. He said, psych, I'm coming out of retirement. And we could potentially see a second and third retirement from Tom Brady like Michael Jordan. Hey, but look, you saw the first time when he retired, there was like a glimmer of sunshine as soon as he retired. I never believed it for a second. I believed it. I was like, oh my goodness, it's the new era of NFL, a glimmer of light. That's honestly what I'm more, later, come back. more upset about, is that because it was Brady is the greatest. Brady is the goat of all, the goat of all time. Madden, you can say that. Madden put out a card about him. He's the man. I got it. It's 2022. It, it's time for, for some new superstars to come out. That's why we're starting to see Ben retired. We're starting to see the older guys, that older generation, retire. It's time for him to step down. He's lived through so many players that came after him. He's taken the most sacks and lived his whole life. He's played 23 seasons. He started his first year was what, 01, 02? This is his worst season since 2002. He has been starting the same amount of time that I was born. Marley. I was born in 02. He's been playing for a good minute. 23 now. years. He More than half his life. He's 45 years old. Right? Mm. Yes. Yeah, because yes, Drew Bledsoe got hurt. And that's one thing I think about. Drew Bledsoe never got hurt. If Would we have ever gotten Brady? No. That's what it all comes nah, down to. Nah, uh, I feel like we would still got Brady sooner. How? Because Bledsoe would have st- kept starting. I feel like soon. I feel like somehow, some type of way, 
Tom Brady would have still came out. Here's my thing. Probably not, the same look, Brady. probably not on New England. That's what it is. Probably not on New England. But then here's the question. Is he Brady? Is he the GOAT yes. without New England? Yes. But oh, here's well, the thing. If Brady has a I losing know, season. Now look at the head coach he had his whole career. Would he have done that well without Belichick? He proved that the first year he went to whenever. That's See, but when, Bill Bill Bill. when he first came in. I'm not talking about, that. I'm not talking about there. No. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Not what happens goals. if he... Per se, went to the Lions and started playing. If he goes to a piss poor team, I don't think he's the same. He was a seventh round draft pick. That's he was what a sleeper. I'm trying to say. Fifth or sixth. He was a he sleeper. Was a uh, what if he goes and he starts on uh, the worst team in the NFL? I don't think he turns out that's the not same Brady. way. That's just Tom Brady. Exactly. That's not Brady. But he's had so many weapons, weapons around him. Had really look at all players. the weapons. Gronk, Julian Edelman. I mean, look at all Aaron the talent. Really Go look at. He had what we agreed upon was one of the greatest wide receivers of all time. He had Moss. Yeah, Randy freaking Moss. And now Julio Jones and Chris Godwin and, and that was Evans. The year that Julio Jones joined, he started sucking. Chris Hogan, you have... Um, <laughs> where is Hogan at? I think Chad Johnson at one point too. Mm, yes, he did. But he's wait, so wait, where is Hogan at nowadays? He's retired. Okay. Retired. I think he ended his career on the Panthers. And the, one of the best offensive lines in the league. league. Didn't he have Danny Amendola too? Danny Amendola and West Ball. I mean, he literally oh. ate lunch in the pocket with New England's offensive line. I mean, he could just sit back there for. Seconds. He could have cooked the lunch. What do you mean? He could have cooked the lunch, ate the lunch, and then took a nap. Could have cooked the whole Thanksgiving. And then he always had a good defense. That's Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft in their prime, just getting the team that they want. Yeah, that's no then you turn salary cap off and you choose whoever you want. That's no diss on Brady. It's just saying that Brady's had very good players and he's been very blessed. And if you want to be he honest, still you need good to, players to be a good player. He still good had to make the right. best of having those best players because mm-hmm. if he doesn't throw the ball to Amendola, Amendola's not who he is. If Brady has a losing season, I still don't think this is going to affect his legacy. He's One losing season. He's he's it's on the bad end, but this is the it shouldn't, but the way how media like to twist and turn players nowadays, it's going to. Just like Michael Jordan went out with the Wizards. Why Nobody when he to see won that. the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay, he should have retired. That's what I said. That's what uh, Manning did. But he wants to. Manning did. Everyone thinks of Manning as the winner because he went out as a winner. Look, Tom Brady wants to play till he's 50. He wants to get 10. Will it happen? I don't think it will. No, Here's the thing. Not. I don't think Brady will ever win another Super Bowl, which means... That the neck that when he eventually does retire, because eventually he'll retire and he'll die. I'll say when he's fifty. He will go down an L. That went dark. I think the only way he wins another Super Bowl is if he goes on to another stack team. Because in my opinion, the Bucks are not stacked offensively; they are stacked defensively. I think they are stacked defensively. I just think that there's no chemistry on that team. No, no, there's definitely not. You're just bringing uh, that team. There's so many injuries. Here's Brian thing, Jensen's out for the season. At, if you look at the I don't team, think season, I think it's, it's just out for the season. Is he? Yeah. The team is not that different from the Super Bowl winning team. You I have a lot of the same players, but they're, pick, they're just nitpicking teams now. But you brought in Julio. You but you don't have Gronk. You don't have Gronk. Cameron Brates hurt. Here's, let's be honest. Gronk did not win that Super Bowl for them. No, they, they, he did have two touchdowns in that Super Bowl. Yeah. He did, but he didn't win the Super Bowl. Two that should have been passing your favorites. You made me want to slam my head through. But let's be honest, Gronk that season did not win that Super Bowl for them. He was a very big asset, but he didn't win it for them. He was not the sole reason they won. There's really nobody there on that team that no. won it. So. Exactly. Do you know who won it for them? Tom Brady. Antonio Brown. Brown left. Antonio literally. Brown was still there. Brown <laughs> left literally. <laughs> I guess so so he literally left. Brown left his pants in the hotel room. I feel bad for Antonio. I don't. See, Here. he's messing up his head. They let well, him play when he was hurt. The doctors let him play when he was hurt, and Get the coaches money. were being mad. 
Yeah, he he. You just think if it's a CTE he, messing him up, it's not. There's plenty it's other. Mental. There's plenty of other players that retired because of CTE. I feel like he should have took the the athletic route when it comes to CTE <laughs> and said, okay, there's something messed up in my brain. I need to like put up. I think the problem is he has such a big ego combined with the fact that he has brain damage. As you saw in Luke Keekley, Luke Keekley retired because he was scared of CTE. I'm scared scared for him. Andrew Luck, another great example. Andrew Luck taking a lot of hits. He did not want that to happen to him. Retired. Those are two two smart players that retired at a great point in their career where they don't mess up their life in the long run. Honestly, and Tony Brown was crazy for money. Whenever whenever I look at the news and I see the name Luke Keekley, I like genuinely feel for a second dread that I'm about to read that he's dead because of the concussions. I I, that's how scary. I think he called called it the the best time that he could have. He for the best time he could have. Yeah, but. Because if he didn't call it at that time, he was going to end up like another Junior Seau. But here's my thing. I, gonna be you Thomas. don't know that he could still do that. Because I've yeah, read he about had, He had, he had a lot of concussions. But he, I, he has come out and said that he is worried himself about the future. He's going to be one of the greatest linebackers of all time without a Super Bowl ring. Thank you. Oh, for sure. He is... In my opinion, one of the smartest football players to ever step on the field. Oh yeah, he would he, come across the field. Do you remember there was the one? He was a hard day, Brian Urlacher. There was the one play. I forget who they were playing, but he genuinely called out the play to the. He said, he like screamed. He he was um mic'd up. You hear him scream the play, and it's the exact play, and he blows it up in the back. Of the yeah, play. Luke Keekley. Like, Luke Keekley and Promptom Bobby Wagner are arguably the two best linebackers in the one, this decade. Ooh, one player that I, I, I was scared that, that I, I thought was going to come back was going to be Ryan Shazier. I thought he was going to come back at some point, even though it looked like he really couldn't. But I thought he was going to try to push it. As someone, I, got scared I, of I, I can be honest with you. As someone who has gone through something that was extremely similar to Ryan Shazier, there is no coming back from that. The, there is no coming back. Well, Tua, we, we had very the Tua situation now makes me think otherwise. There was a there was a there's a big difference. Yeah, the, uh, Tua was never paralyzed. Ryan Shazier. Was falling down over and over. Ryan Shazier could not. Yeah, could not walk. I thought his pride was going to get in the way, and right as he could walk and could do the normal stuff, that he's going to I was heartbroken for Ryan the, the difference, The difference there was that Tua was such Tua a had meaningless play. When he Tua came back on brain, the stage to announce a draft pick, I mean, that was phenomenal. Tua has had brain damage. That's the thing. He didn't break anything. There was nothing. Shazier genuinely broke vertebrae. Like, yeah, vertebrae no, no, his spine broke. Again, I say, as someone who that genuinely happened to, I'm just happy he can walk you don't out. come back from that. There's a reason that I have a problem that with football, pride can be so big to the point of blinding. Yeah. That's the problem with... That's why I, I understand that, but I just, he, he wasn't ever going to be able to move the same way. The only reason why I bring up the Tua situation... I'm very happy he's able to Yeah, me too. The, the reason why I bring up the Tua situation is not that it's similar. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fact that you could say you're fine... And they'll just take your word for it. Your confidence gets in the way. Well, he yeah, exactly. The doctor gave him an unsuccessful exam, so therefore the doctor was fired because he should have been diagnosed with the first concussion. See, that's what I'm talking about. The, no, I'm not the NFL guy in the way of it. Yeah. But to let that happen now worries how many people have actually gone out with it. I hate that had to happen you know what, in order. More, here's my problem with it is that the NFL's gotten in it, yet he started last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, how long was he out? Three weeks. Yeah. Technically, he went through her concussion protocol. I don't give a. I'm gonna. Oh, my, I'm, 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 I'm all my language. I'm all my language. I was gonna say. Dave, the high but, school and college one play. Okay, don't even Grant said something earlier. 
when you get hit and your helmet comes off in high school and college, coming out one play, what's that going to do? Either go to the co concussion protocol or get back on the field. I mean, that's not going to prove anything. That justifies nothing. Two and two, he one play. To. He went through concussion protocol. He came back. You can't say much about that. I'm not saying anything about Tua. I respect Tua for wanting to continue playing because he's a competitive guy. We all know that. But there's also a certain point that as a doctor and as a, as a member of the Dolphins organization, you have to sit down with him and say, look, kid, you keep going at this rate, and you're going to end up at like a Crispin Wall. You're going to end up dead. Here's what I say. Imagine the people like Luke Keekley, DT, Seau. Imagine how many concussions that they had that went undiagnosed and they played That's with. what I'm trying yep. to say. And you know what's even worse? Yeah, we we're talking about the Tua two concussions. I'm sorry to cut you off. You do realize that Tua had two concussions in college as well. So yes. he's up to four that we know of right now. But it's you have to see, look, all of these other players, especially back in the early days, I mean, from when we were born, some of they just, like, they didn't have really targeting back in the day. They didn't. This was just, okay, I'm a big linebacker that can hit you and make you lose breath out of your body and make you see God for a quick second. They didn't care. If they got a concussion, they're a manly man if they get up from no a concussion and keep point. playing. Yeah, but nowadays, the NFL is more smarter with their stuff, and they're like, okay, if you get hit like that and you get up a different type of way, don't act the exact same as you did two, three plays before, you have to get off the field. There's no way we're letting you back on that field and risking you. Well, but we're starting to see with those old guys what all that stuff did. Like, you look at Jim McMahon. You know Jim McMahon, right? Yep. Quarterback for the Chicago Bears on the 1985 Super Bowl winning team. Is that the correct year? Something like that. He genuinely can barely walk nowadays because the spinal fluid builds up in his neck. Like, he almost died from CTE at the age of 38. Like, um, it's a scary thought. One more topic for you in, in this episode today is just, I think how roughing the passer now with that new NFLPA thing has to be wrapped up is... Yeah, sack the quarterback, that's what you're supposed to do. But what I want them to focus on is call it when you slam the quarterback down. That's when you call it. I don't think you should slam the quarterback down. Because there is a difference between what happened to Brady and what happened to Carr. Those weren't pass interference, um, rough passers. Rough passer, I think, is when you slam a person down like Tua did. Or hit them question? after Can the play is over. So you said like Tua did. That was, you're talking about the second one, yes, right? Yes, the second one. What do you think about the Matt Milano hit that gave him that first concussion? The one where he pushed him and he just went back and... Oh, that's why he didn't slam him. So, so you would... Okay, because there's been a lot of controversy over that, whether that was roughing the passer. No. Because it did was. eventually lead to a concussion. But my thing is, Milano pushed him as he was releasing the ball. Yeah, that's not pass interference. I'm talking mean, about when you, like, grab a yeah. guy and then slam him. Well, that's what I'm that's saying. Right. I wanted to that's see your opinion passer. on if that was a rushing, roughing the passer. Well, good Prayers up for Tua. Please don't die, young man. Anything else today? No. I think that's right. it. Thank you guys for tuning in. And you guys have a great rest of your day. Two, I'm buying your jersey, my friend.